Peace and blessings and welcome back to the Heritage Hip Hop interview session where we introduce you to your future favorite artist today. And today I have an artist with a history. Me and him have a history actually, which is very interesting. You know what I'm saying? And it comes full circle today. And we're gonna celebrate hip hop and family and the message of hip hop on this interview. Please introduce yourself to the people. Ooh, it's your boy Dutch 40. Karev, thank you very much. Much love. Thank you very for inviting me to um, for the little chat session. You feel me? Oh uh, man, and look, man, this is what hip hop is all about. Hip hop was all about peace, love, unity, and having fun. And part of being peace and loving is being able to have a conversation. And I think that's what's missing when it comes to hip hop. So let's have a conversation. Let's just have a real conversation. What is hip hop to you? And how do you how do you make your brand of hip hop? To me, to me, like real hip hop, like like we always use the term "quote unquote" real hip hop, but it's the evolution of, of soul music. Mm -hmm. You feel me? We we got our eras: blues, jazz, rock, funk. You feel me? Um, R and B, but hip hop is the way the soul speaks through the people in, in a musical form. Okay, I love that. I love that. But I always said that hip hop is the only genre of music that actually equates living while everything else is like a part of life. You know, like when you look at jazz, jazz meant sex, it meant how you move your hips. Rhythm and blues was mm -hmm. music to your story. And sometimes it's just blues without rhythm. But if hip hop yeah. is how you live, eat, sleep, breathe, um, um, dress, talk, walk, it, it embodies a life and a lifestyle. When did your life become hip hop to the point where you define it as hip hop, not just you living? I would say um, that would be in my mid twenties. Okay. In my mid twenties, hip hop became more of a lifestyle than something that I enjoyed. How so? Um, before that, I was a fan of hip hop. I grew up on, on hip hop from, from Redman Karras, uh, Most Def. But um, in my mid twenties, uh, through through some lifetime turmoil, I was able to like 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 reach into hip hop and um and, and find direction and, and focus for my life. So so uh, like a, a lot of people say hip hop saved their life, um, but I think hip hop really became my life. The most hip hop thing I've ever seen you do, from my time seeing you as a person in the hip hop culture, is go to New York and sell your CDs. That's the most humbling thing that an artist can do is directly meet the people. And interact with the people to gain their trust. What was the most what was the most rewarding thing about that experience to you that helped you with your craft and prepare you for other parts of your life? I would say, um, and a lot of people may not know, but I, I've sold thousands, thousands CDs even currently. I was out there a couple of days ago, um, while having people give me donations to give them links to my uh streaming platform. But um but having people come back and getting the feedback that they actually heard a message in the music, um, I I call it almost like a demographic studies because I, I hit every, my pitch is strong. I hit everybody up, but when I get people to come back, um, even through social platforms, Instagram and stuff like that, telling me that it gave somebody told me it gave them hope in humanity and and the, and and the messages that I really put into the music, people let me know that they, they that they really received them. The message. If, if 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 you don't get the feedback, if, if if you don't get the feedback, sometimes it's like a a, a tree falling in the forest, 
you don't really know if it made a sound or not. You feel me? You're just you're just on down to the darkness. And that's the important key of the message because I think um a lot of us criticize hip hop music unfairly, and we lump the mainstream representation of it to define the culture. And I think that's absolutely false, lazy, and unacceptable. Because if they if, if we did mm-hmm. go only by the mainstream culture, that all people do is trap. All rappers are um, R&B singers, and nobody's really attacking the message of the culture and society as a whole. Since you are a person that keeps to a message, what pocket of hip hop did you did you find as you started becoming your own artist with your own message? I would say um, the way I call it is revolution rap. Uh, revolution it. rap made. made I um my my music is revolution rap. It's, it's like like it, it may not be over political, but it is about uh, a spiritual soul revolution or just the, the um getting getting back to the roots the way it was before. It was it was so um so so controlled. So talking about uh uh b- b- bottom line, I, I think that everybody that's an artist like like a, um um a musical artist, any kind of artist, you're supposed to have a story to tell. So the way that I use my revolution is t- talking about the struggles that I've been through, the um, the lessons I've learned, and my vision for what a revolution really could be. I, I don't believe that a revolution has to be about guns. I think that the art form is the biggest weapon because it, it goes right to the right to the mind and soul. So 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 the um, the intention that somebody has when they're making the music, that intention goes into the music. That's what people are eating up. You feel me? So it's very important that people in the underground really push their stuff because these babies need a bigger, a bigger menu. You understand? I love how you said that, but then I have to challenge your frame of thinking to go to the next level. Because when we make music, we understand people rock with us through the head nod. You know what I'm saying? Because then they're vibing with you. But the eyes are the window to the soul. There's this famous hip hop song out right now. It's quoted, soul seeking, searching the soul, take a look through the windows. And the windows are the eyes. How do you mm-hmm. connect with your how do you connect with your listener, not only on the vibe purposes, but through the windows so you see that vibe or you see that connection with them as they as they listen to your music or relate to you? Well, I do that also with a visual representation and make sure that um that that I out I I have like over 20 videos on the YouTube, but I direct my own videos and make sure that they actually tell a story and kind of speak to um to the measure of the music. So so for a song on one of my albums called uh, the song is called Chinese Spare Ribs, it attacks uh, a police brutality, but I make sure that that I have a visual to go with that. So so when I find a new fan, I get them to hear the music, but then they also get to see a visual representation of how one man can start a movie which is what that video is about. It's me struggling in front of City Hall, trying to get people involved with talking to nobody. And then one person comes, then we find another person. Then we actually, you know, have a little little group to uh, to, to promote the, uh, the the movement. You feel me? So 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 once again, the music is one way of, of, of reaching them, but people also also need the visual representation. Uh, so so as I, I like to make like little movies. Did the video, did the music video help save hip hop and give artists more rights to their music than just putting beats and words together yeah, say, say again did the music video you're, you're asking you're asking if, if, 
that that specific video? No, period. Because you're an artist that use videos. Like you said, you make many movies with your music. So I'm saying, did the music video help save the artists instead of just have them being rep represented or, rep or being termed as people who just speak on music? I think that it helped in um, as a catalyst to make the movement stronger once we started getting into um, a music video box uh, MTV type type of generation. You, um, mm. uh, Rob McDaniels is, is up right now, still still showing videos and promoting underground and stuff like that. But um, but but that but that got to a wider audience because once again, when you're dealing with um with just the songs, a lot of times it's very regional, and 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 it could get trapped in that region. Um, when I hear songs from the South and the and, and the West Coast, it get even even the um the accent, it kind of gives me of um a feeling of being over there in that area. But but when you get to see a video in the South, in that in that um hood, or or seeing the the, the people, not not just the flash, but what the people are going through in those areas, it it, it does uh it, it gives you a whole different depth of uh, of understanding of the music. So that's so, understanding so, so, the um, culture, so, right? So, yeah, but uh, but but you're talking about rights that um the more the more people reached out, or, or no, the more access people had to the artist, the bigger the artist got. The more money started to flow, the more uh, people started to become aware of having to have those rights. So once you get to a um, from from the KRS One era to the Dipset era, now now they're, they're more about focused on how can we own the rights, own these names, get this money, get our people paid in a um in a, in a professional standpoint. Okay, so people people got rich and got fat off of the culture by regionality and exposing using the video to expose different regions of the countries to drum interest. So mm -hmm. from your, from your understanding and your perspective, what is the culture of New Jersey hip hop? And, and how is that represented? You think in the mainstream? I don't think the culture of Jersey hip hop is, is represented. Uh, I can't say well, but widespreadly, um, who would, who would you know that is uh, on the top visual platforms of Jersey hip hop? Besides, like a Fetty Wap, you understand? You, you, you know what I mean? Like, uh, like, like when, when I think about Jersey hip hop, I, I, me, me, I'm, 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 I'm from the older school, but I'm thinking about outsiders, Red Man, Tretch. You feel me? Like, like, like I, I can't go to to many in the last decade and a half that um that have anything uh, you, you uh, substantial. That's you, you as a representation. See, when I look at drink and, 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 I'm sorry, when I look at Drink Champs and I hear Nori say that New York purposely kept Philly and New Jersey out because they didn't want their sound being overshadowed. It's sad to me when we have, we talk about New Jersey hip hop and we always go to people who came out in the 90s and then there's Fetty Wap. Because mm -hmm. yes, let's big up to Queen Latifah, like Kim Shabazz, Tretch, Redman, Naughty by Nature. I mean, let's even put some of the people who are not even seen on that level that came out like Rotten Rascals. Let's put out Joe Button. Let's put out um, KDF, mm -hmm. you know? And there's so many more, the outlaws, so on and so on and so on. There is many more, but then there seems to be that, there seems to be that rift uh, that, that, that uh, of abandonment with it, with this great artists who never got heard because of the stigma of Jersey 
or the blocking out of the Jersey Sound because New Jersey was supposed to be under New York because they're the, we're the sixth borough, as people have said. And I feel even worse for Connecticut because New York, New Jersey, Connecticut is a tri-state area. We never hear about Connecticut. You know what I'm saying? With, with, that, with that big mm-hmm. rift of New Jersey hip-hop culture, how do you define New Jersey hip-hop culture yourself and how do you keep it alive? Well, um, as, as what we were saying before uh, with the history of, of Jersey hip-hop, I want to just also add in that Jersey was in- integral, important to even the survival of hip-hop when, um, like, like think, think about Tretch. Tretch is the, is the design of 50 Cent before 50 Cent. The, the ultimate alpha male of a black man with a, with a shirt off and, and a big machete. So so uh, so Tretch, Red Man, um, the Fugees, they were like the biggest things in all of hip hop in their time. And and Jersey was a threat. That's a fact. Jersey was a threat to the the strength of the the birthplace of hip hop, New York. You feel me? Like like we we were never trying to be New York, but but we kind of got froze out, especially when. Uh, do you remember that they were throwing concerts? At like Essex County College, of course, people like were like a little, a little bit too rowdy. They bust the doors down, like 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 like, like people from uh, Shahi Shahi from Wu Tang got a chain snatch. Like different things popped off. We were a little wild, but but we but we got shut out. So so I would say as far as Dutch forty hip hop, I got a little bit of those um a little bit of the soulful groovy positiveness of a uh, of um. Of, of the Fuji's, a little wildness of, of a red man, a little lyricism of, 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 a, of a treach. But um, but I try to represent that individuality, put a little put a little fun in the message with with, with, with some some comedy and, and and um and give them the real like un, unadulterated. I I think that like like and and don't take it as any this New York is a little flashy. Jersey is real, from from Newark to Camden. Like, like, like that's something that, that you get is a ultra realness from, from any artist in Jersey. They're not really okay. trying to be anybody else. But your affiliations with music run really deep because you have family that do music as well. Did y'all influence each other yeah. or or was that something that y'all did and it just came to, and it just happened to just to form together as time went, went on? I think it, it was a natural synergy uh, where we all came from the same branch of the um, of the trio hip hop um, uh, from from the KRS One uh, tribe called Quest era, mm-hmm. you, you feel me? Like 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 groovy true hip hop. Uh, you, you know my my family's KGB. Peace to um to to Deuce uh, Deuce H with the fifth um, RIP Chief. You feel me? Salute to my brother Flo. But KGB, as you know, stands for No Good Brotherhood, and we Chief. Me and Deuce, we came up in the same house where uh, my mother had a whole wall of books. And uh, one of those books happened to be the little red book, Mouse and Tongue, that the um, Panthers were promoting, talking about little communism and, and different lines of thought. So so as we started coming up through the hip hop, um, that became like our, our niche. You feel me? Like like, like we, we could make rowdy music, battle kind of music, but if it didn't have some um, something to grow on in a whole project or a whole song, and that's that's not really KGB. You feel me? Like 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 we we, we gotta let let them know what's good. When I first learned of you being in hip hop in New Jersey hip hop circles, it was like a big shock to me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Our paths didn't cross too often back in the day. I know, but I knew of you. 
and you know, I guess you know me, right? I mean, you know, we were in the, it was there, but we weren't there. You know what I'm saying? Together. I mean, you know what I'm saying? And shout out to mm-hmm. Weirdo because he's also crossed paths with a certain type of ways too. You know what I'm saying? And I guess yeah, well, Weirdo's my brother, yo. Yeah, 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 yeah. I should be a little closer in the circle because y'all did it longer within the context. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But when I first heard of you doing hip hop and rhyming, I was like, "Word." I gotta hear this show. This, this, that's what's up. And what I heard was you are very off cuff, off beat style. You are, are, are you are more of a director and a poet than a barbarian. Am I correct with with that assumption, or do you see yourself as something different? No, that, that's about right. That, that's that's about right. Um, you, you can say I'm a barbarian on the beat, whereas um, I think the lyrics themselves. Are like the rhythm of a conga drum, and so mm. and so I marry that and try to tap dance and dance with the beat around the beat, but I myself uh, would be one of the most important instruments, being being the uh, the speaker of the message. I you know think I, mean? I, I um, think I think that's very underappreciated when it comes to hip hop nowadays because everybody just wants to do this all day. They just want to bob their heads, and. Um, Master Killer said the deaf, uh, um, the dumb are intrigued by the drum, which means the people aren't thinking and they just hear the vibe. They just hear the bass line. And people are, mm-hmm. are, are now, it seems like, they, thanks to Donald Trump, salute to the former president, people are now paying <laughs> attention to the words because now they're seeing the overproduction of wordplay the mid-tone of wordplay mm-hmm. and then the hidden undertones of wordplay and now people are paying attention why do you think bars are coming back and people now want to actually hear what you're saying where back in the day people say i don't want to think when i listen to music i think people are starting to see that um see see because when we're talking about hip-hop you have the pop culture and you have the the the, the subculture but the pop culture is causing a warped reality you understand when 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 the money's going to 13% of of what people are talking about and that is commercialism sex mm-hmm. drugs rock and roll whatever whatever they're talking about now you got a mass of people that are uh, gangster that why did why was why does trump have fans because they're into finance you understand i mean like 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 the people that's not the average trump supporter they're like at least he was good for my pockets and right. and that got that got chaos to ensue. We, yeah. we 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 seen it. You feel me? People are people are drinking the Kool Aid, and and people died. Uh, uh, people out there acting act, act like maniacs. You feel me? But right now, it's like the woke movement started trickling up, and people are understanding that maybe we should be talking about something a little deeper. And 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 and, and my thing is that I want to warn people when you're when you're trying to get deep, don't don't overthink it. Like 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 I'm, I'm sorry. Like like a uh, like a Jadakiss. Why? Jadakiss might have 100 songs, but why is the deep one? You feel me? He he. Uh, uh, Jadakiss got a song with um with uh Jasmine Sullivan. Crazy crazy realness. Um, if if, if you know the song I'm talking about. Yes. Yeah. Crazy realness. So I so that that that's why. I, Jedekiss is is uh you feel me top top five dead alive, but but once again people that are gonna be an artist have a story to tell 
And that's one thing about, once again, Dutch 40 music. I'm always reaching into my story and my vision. That's, that's, that's my past and the future. You feel me? The story and the vision grows, morphs, and it is um, it blooms through experience. Tell me about the experiences you had growing up with Deuce and Chief on your side and y'all building each other's skill to the point where you were able to go out on your own and be your own MC and not stay coupled with them. Um, well, those are my big brothers. Deuce is my big brother. Um, Chief is uh, uh, grew up right with us. My, my cousin, same age as Deuce. So I was right under them. And I was I was uh, holding on to their pants legs when they was going to the studio. And I was like nine years old out in South Jersey or wherever while I'm falling asleep on the couch and they, they just doing music for hours and hours and hours. And I'm just kind of soaking it up. But um, when I was in college in Philly, I used to call Chief up and just be rapping on his voicemail. Like, like I'm talking about when I first started writing raps. I'm like, hey, hey look, I, I got raps. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you feel me? And that's that's not when I was an MC. I'm just like writing raps. Um, I was also a big Eminem fan, as well as Talib Kweli, most deaf, but I was a real big Eminem fan. And, and um, I told Deuce, I was rapping at Eminem bars while walking to where we was meeting up. And when I was spinning the bars, some guy on the side was like, woo, like, oh my, like, like oh, there's a bars. And he was like, well, you should be spinning your own bars. You feel me? Um, Deuce, uh, Deuce helped me. I, I made a, I, I had so many verses. I, I, I made a project just, just out of nowhere. But Deuce himself was the one to take me out to um to Harlem and get me in um in some of my first songs, like 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 it, it was like it was like a train the um the, um with, with my man Gutter out in Harlem, the uh the uh, Bowl of Gutter studio, and so we was just making song after song after song. We did like five videos in one night, and that was like a real training camp once again because it it was like okay the beats on right now you write right now. Oh, what you got two more bars to do? Jump in the booth and make them up on the go. That's really how that and, and that was that was Deuce. Deuce was like, nah, you, you don't got no time for that. We, we, we gotta go jump in, jump in the booth. So and, and I'm making up bars in the booth just to just to you feel me, stay, stay with the vibes. And um and I, after a while, just my energy, the way it was building, the, the way the way that the way that my hip hop came to be once again, um my life started kind of going off the rails. I'm making bad decisions. Uh stealing some cars for no reason just doing different dumb 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 young kid stuff when i'm almost grown and so i i, I took all that energy and put into the hip-hop uh if, if 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 you don't personally know um i went on a crazy graffiti campaign and plastered my name everywhere i could anywhere i could like i i got to see the name on the wall before before i did it so so like so like i'm i'm embedded in the in the culture of, of graffiti in newark and it's around the areas. Uh, with that being said, I just want to give a quick shout out, uh, rest in peace to my man Asan. Um, if I don't know, can you see that right there? Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. That's dope. That's a dope tag. But but our our RIP to Asan. Um, salute to all to all all graffiti heads throughout Newark, New Jersey, from Boom Squad, DSL, Poor Kings, um, everybody massive. But um, but so so once again. I just like to represent the uh, a, a trailblazer going away from the, the beaten path because that I think that, that's what everybody should be doing. You, know, you feel me? I, I I want everybody to be an individual, reach into themselves, find themselves, and improve themselves. That that's my whole that's 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 my vision. 
Shout out to everybody watching this. This is Karev Heritage Hip Hop with Dutch 40 right now. And we're going to go into the somber note because not too long ago, we lost someone who's very well respected in New Jersey hip hop circles, which was Chief Boogie. And you said that was your cousin. And um, I want to give uh, respect and use his government name. Rest in peace to Mr. Kofi Owens, who not only inspired hip hop. Oh, Kofi Owens. He inspired hip hop as an MC, but he inspired the future generations of young men and women as a teacher as well, which is very important. And you made a video called Broken Wings, where you really went out there and got people yes. to salute um, this gentleman, this scholar, this MC, who not only put it on for his culture, but he really put it on for his culture and the generations to come. What if, excuse me, what influence do you, did he leave with you that you're taking on to the next generation and even inside and outside of your music as well? Ever since Chief passed, my motto is uh, WWCD, what would Chief do? Um, I could I I would say without Chief Boogie, without Kofi Owens, there would be no Dutch 40. Uh he he gave he gave me the name Dutch 40. Um um he's he him, him and my brother Deuce, they started KGB and what the genre is, and that is what I kind of based my whole perspective on as far as Black Panther rap, knowledge, hardcore hip hop. Um he 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 was he was the basis. Um he was really like, like he, he, he was a man, not a saint, but he was a hero of men, like a, a, an example of excellence across the board to, um, to, how, to, to how he cooked for his family, raised his family, uh, cared about his, his, his um, how he, his dress. Everybody know that that, that chief was the polo king. Um, mm -hmm. he, 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 he won the best polo. Of, of of all the polo people at the polo festival, that that's that's all I can say. That <laughs> but but um but that but that was my man, Fifty Grand. You feel me? Like like oh, oh um for anybody that watches this and for you personally, Karev, uh, just to give you the example, when we were small and I'm in kindergarten and he, and him and my brother in the in the um third grade, uh, Kofi had a mustache. Yeah, he, he, like he, he was a little man, and and we used to we used to arm wrestle him. Like me and my brother would be on one side. With two with two hands on his one hand, and he would be just showing us what a, what a beast is, and and he always was that. He always was excellent. He always was excellence. So so that that so that that's why I got the um that's why I got the mural put up. Um, that that's why I had to do the video to tell his story. I, I I would do more if I had the ability. Um, because of him, I know that I could never put down the uh, the cross. That, that 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 we should all be bearing of uplifting the whole culture and 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 by the culture that that would be the world um and 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 lastly i just want to say that um the mural that was put up on south 10th and sprinkle avenue it went through a whole lot from disrespect of people trying to um trying to tag on it to um to a fire that broke up a, a dumpster fire broke up up, up, uh, up the wall and so that that mural is down now it will be back. It will be back very soon. So very soon. To you for that. And I appreciate that. I will tell you, Chief Boogie inspired me in two ways. 
I didn't know him too much, but the relationship I had with him, we talked, it was always respect. I didn't even know he was a teacher when he passed. And I wish I could have had the conversation about education with him. But two things I learned from him. The eulogy of his students says something mm -hmm. to me. And the way people wore the loss of him in the community taught me something as well. Because a person is not known for the good deeds they do. A person is known for the effect they have on people and how you um, influence them through your actions. They say a wise leader doesn't lead from a chair. He leads from the ground. Mm -hmm. A Lord talks from above, but a leader shows you direction with his actions so that others can follow your path. You know what I'm saying? So before we end, we end this interview, and which I didn't do yet, I just wanted to give Chief Boogie, a.k.a. Polo Fresh, that respect that he deserves because he's one of the people who will forever influence heritage hip-hop. And just like we lost Begov Matic, just like we lost Big Snuff, his loss is a mm -hmm. major one as well, and it deserves to be respected the same way, you know? And, and, and we should we should be lifting up all of our fallen soldiers. Um, whatever piece of art that you have of theirs, let it out. Because once it, that, that's one of the powers of this art form is that we do have, we have a voice from the grave and, and hopefully we can make that voice count. And hopefully you're saying something that the people need to hear. Well, there is a new album or uh, project coming out with the um, No Good Productions with Chief uh, Deuce H. Wood and Grump. So y'all be on the lookout Grump for that. Yeah, be on the lookout for that because that's going to be exclusive to HeritageHipHop.com. So make sure y'all pay attention because that will be dropping soon. But let's get back to your yeah, music, that's though. That's fire. Let's get back to your music, though. So what's new? Uh, what's coming down the pipeline? Uh, well, always we're at war. W A R Dutch forty. Well, we are ready for war all the time. You feel me? Right now, I'm promoting the catalog and um putting together a promotions campaign on uh, all streaming platforms. We got the album Blackheart Nights. Blackheart Nights. That's me and my brother Flo Knight from KGB. You feel me? Groovy, so hot. We got Mercy Killing in the Devil's Playground. You feel me? Mercy killing, putting somebody down for their own good. Devil's playground, idle hands, idle mind. We got smartphones, dumb kids. Got to reverse that. <laughs> and that third one, the Rebel King. Artwork by Kofi Owens, Chief Boogie. You feel me? Um, that's all revolution rap all day. Solid product. Um, Mercy killing and the Devil's playground. Uh, mixed and mixed down by Mo Sound Group. Push buttons. You feel me? Um, just. Trying to wake the people up, uh, right, right here. Once, one more, one more thing. That black heart, that black heart chain. So right now we're just uh, putting all the pieces of the puzzle together, so we can put some money behind, behind um, a little promotion campaign, uh, and just push the whole movement. You feel me? Right now, as, as we, well, as most of us are. I don't know how people are doing, but I'm a working man with, uh, with, with a wife and three kids. I just popped out my new baby. Congratulations! Um, about, about three weeks ago. You feel me? About three weeks ago, my my little baby, and that that's Marami, Marami Uriel Hayward, one of my most chocolate babies. 
Miami, my, my middle uh, three-year-old girl is Michaela, and you know my 12-year-old girl Rebel that you see in, in, in my videos growing up. Everything I do is for them to uh, to really make this art matter. You feel me? Like 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 my, my daughter knows that I don't, I don't make well. My oldest daughter, we have a lot of conversations, but she knows that I don't. I'm not just a rapper. This is a is my ministry to balance out the paradigm, uh, balance that that ratchet with the righteous. You feel me? So 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 even though I'm working full time, whenever I'm not working um as possible, I, I go to New York, stay on my same corner, Seventh Avenue, Fortieth Street by the McDonald's, and I'm out there uh, doing cars for cash. Have you you heard about the cars for cash, right? Mm. Oh. Cars for cash, uh, people giving donations. I, I I say, how much would you pay for my three digital albums? A donation that would not hurt your day. And so when they're giving five, ten, or they're cash tapping me twenty-five, then I take them to their uh their their favorite streaming platform, Spotify, Apple Music, or or YouTube. They uh pull up the album, they press save, and they're actually happy. Uh, I don't know if uh if any other artist understands that they should be able to promote themselves like that, but that's best way to promote uh, to, to, to support an artist that you believe in and and you and you should be accessible to the people so when the people get your music let them contact you back but we could we can we can really try to live off this off our art and um once again i sold five thousand cds about three years ago my job situation got shaky through the winter time november to to april until the sun came out i did nine hour shifts i made over my two hundred dollars a day my my quota and um and I got a lot of residual effect and people are happy with the product. You feel me? Somebody might say, why am I paying you because I pay for this streaming platform? I say, when you get your car fixed, you're paying for parts and labor. I'm out here doing the labor to make sure you can get to the music. And people are actually happy. I applaud you for that because I think streaming platforms is the new slavery because you're not really getting dividends off of the hard work and the studio time that you put in you're telling everybody to go to the person who's holding your music so you're actually actually renting the music and you're getting pennies off the dollar when you should be getting paid for your effort in the studio so i support you and salute you for it, that it, it takes a lot of streams to even get that penny yes it does yes it does i mean i did i yeah, did so, a so. streaming calculator with somebody and i think what a thousand streams was uh 50 50 maybe no 50 cent 50 cent, a thousand streams 50 is 50, cent. 50, cent, 50 cent, where a thousand downloads, which are mechanical royalties are a thousand dollars. Depending on if you do it yourself yeah. or you split it 70, 30 or 80, 20 with, a, with another platform. So that's some game and some jewels for y'all right there that are, I'm not against, I'm, I'm against streaming if that's how you support the artist. I think you should pay for the music. But if you want to find new artists to see if you like them, use the streams because the streams are your marketing it's your marketing. You, you you market through the streams. You know what I'm saying? That's how I feel. The, the accessibility is very important, but then you're not um, they, but the, but then then the, the exposure gives it waters it waters down the dollar. You understand? If uh if, if if you were doing straight albums for um for dollars, it might be ten to fifteen dollars for your album. You're 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 getting a thousand streams, fifty cent. That you you can't live off of that unless you're getting ten ten thousand streams. Like a day, you're right, right. You understand, right. So, 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 um, so that that that's one. That's so. So think about the ages that, that we were talking about, from the blues to the um jazz to rock and roll. Like artists have been catching the short end of the deal, and now it's time for us to really like um, just once again tell the industry we don't need them. 
get our promo game tight network and um and and um and have have merch have merch have something to go with let 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 the music be the soundtrack for your other sales endeavors and then and then and then multiply your stream okay so this is a um interview mini for everybody out there that's watching this we ask that you subscribe to heritagehiphop.com subscribe to heritage hip hop on all social media whether it's Instagram, YouTube, Anchor FM, uh, Boom You It, Clubhouse, TikTok, Twitter, whatever y'all got, you can follow us. But also, I want you to follow this man right here. Give them your social media as well, please. Once again, salute to Heritage Hip Hop. Support the culture. Karev, much love because a lot of people don't follow up on their word. And and you you got the heart. You got the heart. You got the cojones. Salute to you. <laughs> you. Uh, the name is Dutch 40. Dutch 40, all streaming platforms, D-U-T-C-H-4-0, that's discovered, understanding through chaos and havoc. 40, a number in the Bible that represents growth through trials and tribulations. Mm. Um, vibe to the music. iTunes, title, Spotify, Dutch 40, you get all three albums, Mercy Killing and the Devil's Playground, Blackheart Knights, The Rebel King. Watch the videos. Like, comment, share, subscribe. Stop being a, a business chat, which feel me? Like we, we gotta show love and real love. Let, let's 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 connect. You feel me? If anybody were to invite me out, I'll go out. You feel me? I I, I went to to Jersey City. I, I had my daughters with me. Uh, the little the little baby on the hip, and I'm rapping. You feel me? That's it right there. You feel me? Ooh, we're not stopping. You feel me? KGB is forever. You feel me? They call me the Rebel King for a reason because. Hey, 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 yo, Karev, my uh, people that was down with me and Kofi, Chief, uh, Deuce, back in the day, they, they see me in the bus, I'm talking about years ago, it was like, yo, your music is really hot, but you know if you get successful, they're going to try to kill you. You, you feel me? Like, 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 like we, we, we go out and spit truth to power. It's what we, it's what we do. Like, like you, got, you got one life to live. We're not, we're not playing around. You feel me? We got to let these people know that knowledge is the power. That's the bottom line. Hey man, you can't we can't end it off no better than that. So you know how y'all always usually say it. Support the artist, support the culture, but most importantly, invest. Because if you don't invest in your artists, then you'll never really get to support them the way you they need to. And you won't get the support of getting that music that you want because you have it given to them as well. So with that yes, being sir. said, on this short one, so Dutch. You are welcome to come to Heritage Hip Hop formally, and we could do the formal interview, and we could go into every album, every song, and we could do that. But to let you know, the reason and, and why immaculate, we gotta talk. We gotta talk about immaculate, yo. No, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> but what I will say is this: what I will say is this: the door is always welcome. You are able to. You are always welcome to come back. And the reason why I did this type of interview format was for this. A lot of people in Jersey say Jersey don't support Jersey. I'm proving them wrong. I'm putting the interviews out. I'm calling all the artists out. Everybody want exposure. But then when I say, come on, let's go, I, I give you support. I give Jay Wonder support. And I'm giving everybody the support who's actually coming out to say, yeah, we want this. And they're coming to the platform. So you know what? Thank you for appearing on Heritage Hip Hop. I appreciate you. Yo, one love. One love, brother. Thank you.
right, so stay there. Because with that being said, everybody, we going to talk, but y'all got to leave. So this is Heritage Hip Hop with um, Dutch Karevin and Dutch 40 saying peace. And we out. That's it. Thank you for watching our presentation. We ask that you subscribe to our YouTube family and hit the notification bell for updates. Please like, comment, and share this video. Real, real hip hop. We here. Real.